good morning good morning good morning it is 4 13 on the a.m 4 13 a.m on the east coast it is friday january 15th 2021 and welcome to episode 44 of up early for everyone else with monica lynn i am your gracious host monica lynn and as always i am always up early for everyone else Good morning. I feel like whispering because I'm up extra early. <laughs> like it is 4.13 a.m. I don't know what time you're going to hear this, but currently I'm recording and it's 4.13 a.m. And that was always the premise for my show because this is the time of the morning that I'm always up and that's why it's called up early for everyone else because I'm up early before everyone else. So I had I'm up first of all. Let me say good morning to my early risers. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Hello, thank you for joining me. I'm so glad you're here with me this morning, this afternoon, this evening, or whenever you decide to tune in with us. Um. Not with us, with me. <laughs> well, tune in with the rest of the world. But hey, everybody, how's y'all doing today? I am not doing so good this morning. First of all, I have not gotten any sleep. I went to sleep last night at 10. I went to sleep right after dinner. And um, I've been kind of sad lately because um, I'm trying to get my diabetes like, my diabetes aren't out, they're not out of control, but my glucose level is high. My last glucose reading was a 10.2, and that's really high for me. And it's been like that since January last year, January 2020. So the whole year it's been a 10, and um, it worries me. You know, so I changed my eating habits and I've been kind of upset because it's like now that I'm actually paying attention to everything that I am eating, like what the hell, how high was my sugar before? Like how high was it before? Like I just checked it, it was 238. Now granted, I ate last night at 7. And I try to eat as early as possible. Like yesterday I woke up and, um, did I eat before I got on the air? No, I ate, yeah, I ate before I went on the air and I only had like a half a sandwich with a piece of cheese and a piece of, uh, one piece of cheese and one piece of ham, some, a little bit of mayonnaise, but, you know, and a pickle and that's all that I ate. Until lunchtime. And lunchtime was at 1 o'clock. And then I had chicken salad and a salad. Then, it's you know, yesterday was my mother's birthday. So I got hungry around 4. So I ate another half a sandwich with one piece of cheese, one piece of meat. And had another pickle. And then I had a slither of birthday cake. I should not have eaten that birthday cake. It was a slither. Y'all, when I tell you it was a slither, it wasn't even worth enjoying. <laughs> It was just like, it, and it was more, 
it, it was a very good cake, but it was very sweet. Now, if you guys been following me since the beginning, I've always talked about my problems with my diabetes and my fertility issues about me having a baby and everything. And I'm very open, very honest, very transparent about my life because maybe, you know, talking about it with you guys on this journey through life, I could help somebody as well. You know what I mean? Like, it's don't be ashamed. You know, like I have to take another medication along with my diabetes. My worst fear is going on insulin. But if it was to help save me, then it's to help save me. But right now, they were going to put me on Genuvia, but they said that my insurance didn't cover Genuvia. And because they were saying that I'm not that bad of a diabetic, I suppose they're saying. Um, but I'm obsessed with it. You know, I'm, I'm very, very obsessed with taking my glucose pricking my finger now than I've been because like okay now I'm like 42 you know I really want to have this baby you know so when this time comes that I meet this person that I'm supposed to have children with you know I'll be ready you know I'll be ready but if even if we have some bumps along the road it won't be as bad but you know I'm trying to prep my body now get myself together now so try to get my blood pressure my blood pressure is almost under control i don't have high cholesterol i you know everything's taken care of but my diabetes and that's the main thing like i keep telling everybody that's the main thing and for years i never pricked my finger like i get a machine i prick my finger and that's it but i'm always at a seven or eight I'm always at a 7 or 8, and I'm like, God, I want to get past a 7 or 8. But now I'm at a 10, and I don't know how I'm, where I'm at now because I just got my diabetes, um, my glu- my sugar, I sugar, my glucose uh, checked, my A1C checked back a week or two. Has it been two weeks yet? No, last week. It was taken last week, and um, they usually don't have it on for another... Um, I think it's like two to three weeks it comes back. And then I have to go back in March. So I still have time to lose my weight. I've been I've been very careful of what I've been eating, y'all. Like, and I told my mother, I said, you know, how high was it when I wasn't checking it? You know what I mean? But I was talking to my aunt. She's a registered nurse. She said, your sugars, <laughs> your levels are going to run high, you know, because, you, you know, you're diabetic, it's going to run high, so, and I'm just like, well, I'm thinking, like, why isn't mine at 140 or 70 or something like that with everybody else's, but I got to realize I'm diabetic, and my, it's a little bit, my pancreas is working a little bit slower than everybody else's, so it's like, I am going to run high, so, like, they, they wanted me to talk to nutritionists, they want me to talk to a nurse, I talked to the nurse before, but the nurse caught me I don't remember when it was back in. I think it was back in September or October. But I haven't talked to her since January. So I don't know what's the tea with that. Um, the nutritionist hasn't caught me yet. But basically, it's like... I've done weight loss before. And I've lost a lot of weight before. So it's not like I don't know what I'm doing. But there's something that I'm doing wrong. And I'm going to talk to nutritionists and... I'm like, there's something that I'm doing wrong, you know, like, I don't understand, like, how come, you know, I can't grab, like, 
I'm I'm thinking I think I'm in denial, you know, or something because like I'm like they say you can have snacks, you can have treats, but smaller treats. And when I tell y'all I'm having smaller treats, I have a bag of potato chips that has been sitting on this table since a Monday, and it's Friday. I haven't even cracked it open. I have a bag of party mix that I still have since Sunday. My other bag of potato chips is gone because I I was eating some all throughout the week. But anybody that knows me knows I would have been devoured these treats and this cake that's sitting in front of me. <laughs> I would have devoured everything, you know, like, and I I just don't know. I, I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I have to take another medication. I forgot the name of it. Um, hopefully it'll be ready today. They can mail it out today. I'll have it by tomorrow or Monday. And, um, I mean, if it's ready today, I'm going to call my aunt and, like, or ask her, can she drive me up there? Or I may just go up there myself, you know. I, you know, it's right up the street from my house. I really don't need nobody to take me. But, you know, I like going out with my aunt because I like talking to her and everything, we, you know. But, um, I like the time that we had, you know. It's, it's really nice. It's really nice going out with my aunt and my mother and, um. Yeah, I've just, I've just been so sad about the whole situation because it's like, I just, I had, and then I have to realize that I just started this a week ago. You know, I really just, I've been a diabetic for 22 years, but this is the first time in my life that has been this high for this long. And like yesterday when I ate the cake, it was like 300. And I said, I'm going to be really honest. That was really high. I was really scared. I drank so much water. Um, and then I went online and they said, what some things drink to lower your glucose. And, um, they said the sugar-free fruit juice, you know, fruit juices and water. So I've been drinking a lot of fruit juices and water. And I actually going to have some water, um, in a little bit, but I really haven't been feeling like doing anything. Like as far as like, I've just been lazy the past couple of days and I'm on being honest with you guys, um. Uh, the reason why I'm up so early is because I had a nightmare. I actually had two nightmares. So before I went to bed, I was watching Don Lemon. Well, actually, I was asleep. I fell asleep watching Chris Cuomo. And, um, because I'm up early. So, you know, I'm going to fall asleep. I'm going to start getting sleep around 8, 9 o'clock. So I fell asleep. And I love his intro when he introduces Don Lemon. And he calls it the big show, the big star, D. Lily. <laughs> I love it. And uh, I didn't see it last night because I was asleep. So my mother came in my room. She woke me up because something had happened with Don Lemon. And she came in and told, my, told me, she said, oh, you sleep? I said, yeah, you startled me. You scared me. So I went back to sleep, but I fell asleep listening to Don Lemon. And I guess they were talking about storming the Capitol or whatever, but in my dream, I was being attacked. You know, I was being chased. And I was trying to lock a door, a gate, and I couldn't in time. And somebody was telling me to go run and lock this gate. And I couldn't because the gate wasn't locked. And the gate resembles our fence outside. And I was like, I couldn't lock it. So the person got in with this big-ass assault rifle, this AK assault rifle. The AR-15. I keep calling it AK. It's AR-15. 
and they had one of those pointing at me and they started shooting and then I woke up and that scared the shit out of me. So then I woke, I stayed up, I watched The Simpsons because The Simpsons come on free form at 12, 12, 12.30, 1.30 and it goes off at 2 and so I guess I probably went to sleep like about 1.30, 2 o'clock. I think it was 2 o'clock and I had another nightmare. In this nightmare, um, I'm not going to go into detail, but I recently ended a friendship. And I'm trying not to cry now. I recently ended a friendship with someone. And um, I told him that, you know, I never, not that I never wanted to see him again, but on the lines of I never want to see you again. Because I was always told that to let go of something to get, you know, a let go of a blessing, let go of something to get your blessing. So I felt like holding on to him, I wasn't getting my blessing. And the whole situation with us, it was like, it was too many people in our relationship. Too many people. And it was like a cloud. I mean, I know, I don't know how he feels because... I asked, I'm not the type of person that's going to keep asking somebody something. And I already know how you feel because me, I actually speak louder than words, you know. And um, he's hurt me one too many times. And I basically ended it. I said, I'm, I'm done trying. I'm, I'm done. I'm done trying. I'm just done trying. You know, it feels like I'm in a one-sided friendship. You know, it's like we've been knowing each other for a very long time. And, you know, I feel like I was being taken, I feel like I'm being taken advantage of. So I had to end it. I said, if, if, and I keep praying for this wonderful guy to come into my life. And I'm saying, well, if I'm keep holding on to the past, how am I going to be able to get to my future? So I said, as bad as it hurts me, I have to let the situation go. And the situation in the dream felt so real. You know, like it was just, it felt so real I'm not even gonna lie to you guys like it felt like I woke up and I cried like I I was crying like before I came on the air like I was crying because it's like I'm like am I gonna have to get therapy for this situation like what is it what is what what is going to happen with me like what is what is it that I have to do to rid this other situation and this is a situation this is not even like the situation that I just got out of you know, like, you know, like, I've been out of a relationship with Ed for a year now. And it's not even about Ed. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't understand why this this man keeps haunting me. Like, and I don't get it. It's like, do I dick? And then I keep thinking, like, maybe I need closure. I'm like, I don't need closure. You know, and then I always tell him, like, you never fought for me. You... You know, have you ever had a relationship where you just feel like it's not going anywhere, it's not working, and you told the person, and you, and I know when you're in a relationship with someone, they feel like it's not going anywhere, it's not working, and they just totally agree with you, and they just go with the flow and just leave you alone. And that's the problem, you know? And I, like, keep going back, keep going back, keep going back, and I'm like, Monica, you can't keep going back to someone who obviously 
it does not care about you. And you can't keep doing this to yourself. You can't hurt yourself. And I say these things to you guys because maybe, hopefully, prayerfully, I can also touch somebody before it's too late, before you get in too deep. I'd be like, you know what, Monica, I'm in the same situation. And I just need to get out. I just need to get away. I need to break away. But the situation, like when I tell you my head hurts, it really, and it's just a dream, y'all. But it's so close to reality that it scared me. Because um, in this situation, it could actually happen. Because in this dream, I was attacked. And I was attacked and the person pulled out, um, what you call it? You push the nail pusher, the cuticle file, the cuticle, the metal cuticle pusher. And they attacked me with it. And I had gone over my friend's house and we were talking and chatting. And as usual, in my head, I made all of this stuff because my mother told me dreams or something that you made up that's going on in your head. And I'm like, oh God, I made all of this up. But it's so close to the truth in my dream. It's reality for me, but it's in my dream haunting me. So I went over this person's house and they're like ignoring me. So like I'm trying to find my shoes. I'm trying to find my clothes and I'm trying to pack up. So I'm packing and as I'm packing, these two women walk in the house. And one of the women come in, one of the women speaks, and he tells me, he said, well, I'm leaving until Tuesday. And I'm like, you're leaving until Tuesday? It's Friday. You know, and he's like, I'm not coming back. He packed up his stuff, and he said, I'm not coming back. So, I'm packing myself. I'm trying to pack up my shoes. I find two different shoes. I couldn't find my shoes. I couldn't find no clothes. I couldn't find this. I couldn't find that. So I'm like trying to pack everything in my bag upstairs. I have a red carry-on case that I carry when I travel. And I was trying to like pack everything up. But I'm not packing clothes. I'm packing trash bags. I don't know what that meant. You know, maybe it's like I'm packing up trash. It's like I'm packing it. Maybe this is my ending. You know what I mean? And maybe that's what I'm thinking. That maybe this was the end. I'm packing. I'm sitting here talking to him. And he's just sitting here. And this woman is attacking me with this cuticle pressure. And she actually cuts me. And I'm fighting her. I'm fighting her. And she cuts me. Like she pulled out a knife and she cuts me. And I saw bloody hands. And I woke up. And I said, I got up, you know, like, you know how you wake up? Like, I woke up, I got out of bed. Like, I saw, like, blurred. It was blurry. And it really scared me because I was, it's like I'm trying to end the situation. But the situation keeps coming back to haunt me, you know. But I I, I, I can't deal with that anymore. Like, I, I deserve better from a friend than what I was getting from that person. And I do believe that, like, once you let go, something is going to fall in my lap. But I'm least expecting it. And I think it already has. 
I just got to navigate. God got to navigate my way through it. And then the feelings that I have for this gentleman is so strong. I'm like, well, God, how come I feel this way towards this person? Like, why do I feel this way towards this person if this not supposed to be with this person? But I heard that God gives you what you need, what you want. <laughs> that's what I heard. So I, so yeah, that's why I'm up this morning. Um, I said, let me just go ahead and do the show. Let me just sit here and let me just talk. And talking this out making is making me feel better because I was on the verge of having a panic attack. Like I have real bad anxiety sometimes. It's every once in a while. It's not all the time, and everybody has it. I guess it's normal, but. I've had panic attacks before. I had one panic attack to the point where I passed out. And um, I, I get, you know how you get anxious and you wake up in the middle of your bed in the middle of the night. You're like, oh my God. But that situation, and I'm not giving power to these people. I don't want nobody to take that. Oh, you're giving these people power. It's like, no, I prayed about this situation. Like, I want to remove myself from the situation because I've been down with the situation, but I keep going back. Because it's something about him that I can't let go. And it's like, I've actually fallen. I fell in love with him, you know, and we were just friends. You know, it wasn't like we were like together like that. But we, we I fell in love with the guy. You know, I'm not going to lie. And it's been a long time since we've been knowing one another. And it's just like, he's been doing the same thing to me forever. And I just feel like I'm being taken advantage of. And he told me, and I told him that a couple of times. I feel like you're taking advantage of me. He's like, oh, well, I don't want you to think that I'm taking advantage of you because I'm not taking advantage of you. And I'm like, dude, you're so taking advantage of me. You know, he always told me, he used to tell me that he used to appreciate me, appreciate things I do for his children. And I'm like, okay, you know, I did it out of the kindness of my heart. You know, I wasn't expecting you know, no reward or anything, but I also got all that back in return, you know, but now I feel like, you know, I like to do things for people. That's my heart. That's my generous heart. And when I see people that have, does not as fortunate as I am, I like to help them out, you know, like, how about, you know, I introduce a little class to your life, you know, and I remember when we first started talking and he said, I wasn't like anybody that I ever, he ever talked to before. And he said, you know, I, you may, you may need this. You may need a little bit of Monica in your life, you know, cause I am very different. Like I do things differently, you know, I'm not like, I like doing things big. I like, like my niece, I don't know where my niece get this from, but my niece wants to go to New York City. And she wants to stay at this luxury hotel. And my brother was like, we're staying at a Super 8. I'm like, I don't even think there's a Super 8 in New York City. So that's going to be exciting for her birthday. I'm going, I'm going to I'll go to New York City because I haven't been in New York City in forever. So I know I'm going to be quarantining before I go up there and um, I think I have to take a pot. I think I have to have a negative COVID test before you go up there and um, yeah I, I think that's yeah and then 
you know, he said they're going to stay for the weekend. So I think I'm going to pull some magic out my hat and go up there with them. Like, I want to go. But the thing about it is, I know that my niece is going to want to be in the room with me. Because <laughs> we always share a room together. So, you know, I, I, I want to travel a little bit. I don't want to go to a place far. I know when I go to New York City, I'm wearing two masks. And I might wear gloves. <laughs> but anyway... Yes, y'all, good morning, and how was y'all day yesterday? I feel so much better getting up talking to you guys, and like I said, I'm so transparent with my life, you know, it really doesn't matter what anybody says, <clears throat> because you can't talk about somebody to talk about themselves, you know, you can't say, oh, well, Monica should get 300, Monica knows that, Monica just ended up, Monica, yeah, Monica ended a relationship, yes, she did, because she felt that she deserved better, absolutely. But I come on here and I do these things to help someone. And I feel like I have a platform that's growing and I can help somebody. Even though I don't know nobody personally, I don't know how nobody will get in contact with me. But, you know, it that's how it is, you know. It, it is what it is. Like, and you always think about that. You always want somebody to... Like, you know, take something from your life and not make mistakes, you know. So, um, anybody that just joined me, welcome. If you're just stumbling on me, you want to know who I am. And why am I telling all my business? My name is Monica Lynn. I'm an author, blogger, vlogger. And up until October of 2020, I decided that I want to make a YouTube uh, podcast. And I've been doing this for the past two, going on three months. And I absolutely love it. And the premise of my show is I'm up early before everyone else. This is my time of day. Four o'clock in the morning is my time of day. But tonight, I couldn't sleep. So I'm usually up a little bit later. Up, you know, a little, a little, I'm up now, but I usually don't come on until a little bit later. So I don't know what time you're going to listen to this. But right now on the East Coast, it is 439 a.m. and we've been on for 26 beautiful minutes so i have a book coming out tuesday it's called love's holiday and um it's a love story it takes place in baltimore it's about ashanti and jamie harris and their tumultuous 20-year marriage um it releases tuesday january 19th i'm gonna keep saying that to y'all you can go online and get it at book barnes and nobles books a million amazon just type Monica Lynn in the description box. Up pops Love's Holiday. It's um four ninety five uh for ebook twenty dollars paperback. Um yeah, and I encourage you all to if you want a good read, uh, indulge in a little bit of drama. You know, you know, it's basically a little bit of drama, a little bit of drama, a little bit of love, a little bit of drama, and a little bit of oh shit. But wait until y'all read part two. Y'all gonna be like, oh my God. And, <laughs> and like, y'all be like, oh my God. Oh my God. But I really hope that everybody enjoys it. Take a little piece of my life into your life. But it's not based on a true story. It's not based on anything. You know what I'm saying? It's just something I made up in my head. And my characters aren't anybody that I know. I just want to let people know there aren't anybody I know that's like any other characters in my book. <laughs> So anyway, so I just, I encourage you all to buy it. It's a good read. 
Um, I was reading it on the air. I did like a reading back in November. Um, yeah. So I'll, I encourage you all to buy it, you know, in curl up in a corner, you know, curl up, put the kids to bed or tell the kids to get out your face. Tell your husband, get out your face, your partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, get out my face. <laughs> let me leave my life and let me indulge in this life and love's holiday. Tuesday, January 19th, 2021, whatever books are sworn. And let me tell you guys, I don't even know how I feel about this yet. It's Friday. I have a book coming out for publication on Tuesday. And let me tell you something. I don't know how I feel about it. I just feel like, okay, this is my job. I feel like I'm starting a new job. <laughs> January 19th. January 19th. And you know what's funny? I always find a new job around my mom's birthday. And all my new jobs, all my jobs that I start is always like, it's always nice. So let's hope that Love's Holiday takes us to places that we've only dreamed about and fantasized about. And I can only imagine what God has in store for me from here. It can only take me up. So let's see, you guys. Um, like I said, if you're just tuning in, I usually do the news. And I usually have like five things that I read from CNN. But I haven't got, I'm up before everybody, I haven't gotten any news yet. The last thing I got in my email was um, from Joe Biden. And he was talking about his um, America Rescue Plan. I saw the, um, uh, okay, I'm going to read the highlights, read the highlights. So, it's, I saw, like I said, I saw the, the, I saw the press conference last night, and it actually wasn't that long. It came on like about, it came on when Joy was on. I think it came on like at 7.45 or 7, I know it was going off before Joy went off, because Joy goes off the air at 8, so, you know, so just a few things that's in his emergency legislation package. Um, it said we'll take bold action to the course of the pandemic, build a bridge towards economic recovery and cut child poverty in half. And it was saying like one in seven homes in the black and Latino and the black and Latino families, people are hungry. And I'm just like saying to my mom, like, why in seven families? I said like one in seven families on this block. My mom said, not this block. <laughs> it's everybody around here so robust. I'm not going to say we're healthy. <laughs> We're healthy on this. Now, I don't know about the other side of the, I don't know about the down the street, but on this end, we're, we're robust. Everybody's robust. So, um, here's a few highlights. If you, in case you missed this, um, press conference last night, um, president elect Biden and, you know, vice president elect Harris last night, um, now a national vaccination program contain COVID-19 and safely reopen schools. They want to reopen schools in Baltimore, which I think is a very bad idea. Um, so Joe Biden, president, I'm going to say president elect Joe Biden. Um, he wants to set up vaccination sites nationwide, scaling up testing and tracing, eliminate supply short problem, shortage problems, invest in high quality treatments, provide paid sick leave to contain the spread of the virus, address health disparities, and mean in addressing health 
Addressing health disparities and marking, making targeted investments to meet our goal of safely reopening a majority majority of K through eight schools in the first 100 days. Okay, so this is the thing. <sighs> Dr. Fauci said if 70 to 80 percent of us were vaccinated, we can start having concerts and stuff by the summertime by fall. That's what he said. If we were all ready to get vaccinated, but a lot of these slate states are slow. They're, they're dragging them. They're dragging their nuts. Like they're just like, they don't care. They act like they don't care. You know what I mean? And the, and the thing is, I don't know how many people got tested in Maryland, but I know it's a lot, but they have people that don't even want to give the vaccine. And then they have some people that don't want to take the vaccine. So I don't know where you all sit with this, but I'm definitely want to get vaccinated. I had COVID twice. I mean, it's not going to keep you from getting COVID again, but it builds up your immune system. And you also still have to wear your mask. You still have to social distance. You still have to be clean. You know, no big huge, you know, not, you still got to, I mean, I doubt that we're going to have big concerts like we did before, but you know, it's, it's a step, um, deliver immediate relief to working families bearing the brunt of this crisis by sending $1,400 per person checks to households across America, providing direct housing, nutrition assistance, expanding access to safe and reliable childcare and affordable healthcare, increasing the minimum wage, extending unemployment insurance and giving families with kids and childless workers an emergency boost this year. So we already got the $600. So it's not like we're going to get $2,000. We're getting another $1,400. We're getting $1,400 on top of the $600 that we already got. I thought it was going to be like $2,000. I thought that this $600 was going to go with Trump and him. But obviously it has, it's obvious it's not, it's still hunting us all. <laughs> so um, let's, let's, let's dissect. So, um... Nutrition assistance is SNAP, the SNAP food stamp program. Um, child care, um, increasing the minimum wage to $15. Um, extending the unemployment insurance um, for six months. Um, that's an extra $400. And giving families with kids and childless workers an emergency boost this year. Basically, they need the help. And you know, like here in Maryland, they want to do the, the stimulus and... Um, I don't even know if it passed or not. I haven't even seen anything about it. I haven't. So that's basically what that's talking about. Support communities that are struggling in the wake of COVID-19 by providing support for the hardest hit small businesses and protecting the jobs of the first responders, transit workers, and other essential workers we depend on. I think that's awesome. And I think that more of that is going to come because I, this we still haven't gone through the winter yet. And they're projecting that 400,000 Americans are going to, 400,000 are going to, you know, I don't even know what the numbers are now. Let me look and see what the COVID numbers are. I haven't done COVID numbers in a while. So I don't know where the, um, let's go to the CDC site. I think it's CDC. So, all right. Okay, let's see. I remember one time I was, I have, I do the show and I always go to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention website. 
the cdc.gov and um they had asked me something about on the lines of why i keep going to this site why why aren't you minding my business (laughs) why is you minding my business um let's see i know that you can actually look on the numbers for covid I just don't remember what I, and they know that they have the variant. The variant is here. Okay, the the variant is actually here. Okay. All right, here we go. Um... So the total cases of, and this was updated, I think they updated like at three in the morning. I think, I think they updated it. It gets updated. Okay, this is since, okay, this was updated yesterday at 8 p.m. So by the time you, okay, here we go, January 14th at 12, 16 p.m. So by the time you hear me, it's going to be a different number. So um, the total cases is almost 23 million. Um, it's 73.800K in the last seven days. And the total death is 383,351. So by the time you hear it, it's going to be something different because I forgot when they, they updated a lot. So... Yeah, so this was the last seven days. Um, so, yeah, so they just had one death. I don't know what that means, but um, be careful, guys. Um, very, be very careful. Let me see. Let's go. Let's go to Maryland. Let's see what Maryland's doing with the COVID. So, oh, Governor Hogan had his press conference yesterday, and I did not see it. So Maryland, we had forty-five deaths yesterday and two thousand nine hundred forty-seven cases. Wow. Let's see. Mm-hmm. I just want everybody to just be careful because, y'all, I really want to go out this summer. You know, they they are saying that you can go. Actually, you can do things, but you just have to be very careful. So Baltimore City has 34,907 affected. Baltimore County, 34. Prince George's County is ridiculous. It's 61,516. Montgomery County is right behind with 52,842. Baltimore County, 43. Yeah, Hartford County, 9,000. Wakamako, 5,000. And Cecil County, 4,000. Yeah, y'all. 
this is this is serious. This is serious. Let me see. I know somebody from St. Mary's County. Three thousand nine hundred forty-eight. Dorchester is the least. No, Kent County eight ninety-two. Kent County eight hundred ninety-two cases affected. Yeah, y'all, y'all just got to be very careful with all of this that's going on in this United States, in this world. I'm not saying not to, you know, do anything. Oh, here we go. Here goes the news. Um, But, yeah, so basically that, that was all that was going on. Um, Let's see. Um, This is on my friends over at the Associated Press. Um, they're talking about um, Biden unveils 1.9 trillion plan to stem pandemic. Um, world nears two million dead. Um, years of white supremacy threats culminated in U.S. Capitol riots. Impeachment complicates the early days of Biden's presidency because they're thinking about doing the trial. They don't know when they're going to do the trial. They don't know if they're going to do the trial within the first 100 days or after the 100 days. Nobody knows yet, but nobody doesn't know what's going on because Mitch McConnell was like really quiet about the situation. And basically, you know, I don't know if he's scared of, I don't, I don't know why these people are scared. You know what I mean? I mean, I I don't know y'all. I don't know why they're scared. I don't know. I don't know why they're scared, but they're scared. Um... I don't know. So we went over with the with the um with Biden's plan. Um Biden says current vaccine rollout a dismal failure. Yeah, it really is. Um hospital staff in Brazil um are rushing to provide facilities of oxygen cylinders. Just phones in the Amazon rainforest. Biggest city is actually just patients will get to breathe amid dwindling stocks in an effort to airlift some of them out. So there's a shortage of oxygen in Brazil. They said that a second plane with medical supplies including oxygen will arrive today and more later. I hope that they give the people the place things that they need. Um, most of Europe kicked off 2021 with earlier curfews or stay-at-home orders amid sharp spikes in infections increasingly blamed or the more contagious variant first detected in the UK. There was a couple that went traveling abroad and they have the variant. The variant is in Baltimore. But like Dr. Fauci said, Dr. Fauci said it's been here. It's been here since September. That's what he's saying. Um, China has a new outbreak. A city in northern China is building a 3,000-unit quarantine facility to deal with an anticipated overflow of patients as COVID-19 cases rises ahead of the Lunar New Year travel rush. Oh, wow, y'all. Be careful. Let's see what else. Um, Insurrectionists include highly trained ex-military and cops. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I 
I don't even want to talk about this. I really don't like talking about it either. Because I, I don't know if it's giving off, um, you know, I don't know if it's giving off. I don't want to give these people any clout, any recognition, you know, any of that. So anyway, you guys, I'm going to take a break right here and we'll be right back. Okay. Stay tuned. All right, y'all. I am back. So like I was saying before I went to my little break was that I don't know if I should talk about this stuff, but I just want my early risers to be careful and be aware of what's going on. They don't want you to go to Washington, D.C. for the inauguration. They done put up 12 foot fences, y'all, around the Capitol. And if you scale that fence, guess what? You're going to be met with some really, really big bad guys and girls. Um, they don't want you to come. They want you to do everything virtual, which I think would be better virtual. Because I have a pedicure appointment. And once I cover my pedicure appointment, I'm coming home to watch all the festivities. Um, which I think is going to be an awesome day, you know, in the um, United States. Not saying that any of this stuff is going to be over with as far as like, with the insurrection and small that insurrection. But I just feel like it's just beginning. Because I'm telling you guys. Like every time you look up. It's just like. So much stuff going on. They keep talking about how they had. People come in the day before the insurrection. And they were giving tours by the congressman. I'm like what? Are you thrilled? They're giving out tours? So that's something that they have to look into. You know what I'm saying? So what's it? It's just a lot. That's a lot. Um, what else is going on? I I just just lost my not my train of thought. I just lost the article that I was reading. But I mean, yeah, I don't like to give those guys any kind of recognition. You know, the guy who, um, Eugene Goodman, he, he was a black man facing an overwhelmingly white mob, is the only officer seen for a full minute of the footage. He retreated upstairs and led them away from the Senate chambers, but the Senate was still meeting at that time. So you had the Senate still meeting through those open doors. If you haven't seen the clip, he was like, through those open doors, the Senate was still meeting. And they were like, he deterred them away from them going but some believe he saved their lives he he hasn't publicly discussed his action but he asked those who know him to help maintain his privacy you go a house bill introduced will give him the congressional medal of honor that's awesome and black activists have denounced a growing narrative among conservatives that equates the deadly siege with last last summer black lives matter protests there is no way there is no correlation Let's just stop this shit right here. Like y'all need to stop. Y'all need to stop that right there. There is a difference in people out in the street protesting equal rights. 
Did y'all not see the same video that we all watched with that police officer was on the neck of Mr. George Floyd for eight minutes and 46 seconds or 47 seconds? Did y'all not see that shit? And did you not like see like Breonna Taylor got, got shot up in her own house, in her own house? You know, little Tamir Rice who would have been 18 years old this year playing with his gun. And the police didn't even think twice, just stepped out the car and just shot him. That's what we're fighting for. Y'all insurrectionists are fighting because your guy lost. When Hillary Clinton lost back in 2016, I believe it was, we didn't get mad. I mean, we were mad, but we didn't take to the street. We didn't storm the Capitol, you know, and that was that was that was a that was a fraud that that election was tampered with this one wasn't we didn't run up there and say stop the steal stop the count stop the steal no they're lying to us they're taking away from us how about since how about how about black people how how about that you know and the thing about it is like they were saying like one of the um anchors was saying when one of the journalists was saying that they're white men that are afraid of black people, people of color, different races are now doing the same thing. Black people, I know black women, when black people go, we, we do go to school. We, we are college educated. We do own our own businesses. We own our own homes. We rent homes. We do those things, you know what I'm saying? So they figure, they think that we're taking stuff away from them and we're not. And they said it. They said that. You know, they said in Charlottesville, Jews will not replace us. They have said it. They said they take everything from us. What have we taken? The opportunity presented to us, that's what we've taken. The opportunity presented to us. So I can't help it if you turn on the TV, if you read the paper and you see things going on in your world and all these conspiracy theorists. I don't even want to give you any clout, but there is no correlation between Black Lives Matter and um, the insert insurrection that happened last Wednesday, January 6th. Antifa, we have nothing to do with that. We have nothing to do with anything. And I wish they would just stop the nonsense because you know it's nonsense. You know it's nonsense. Crazy. Crazy. Anyway. So here we go. The impeachment complicates the early days of Biden's presidency. Leaving questions about how Trump will finish out his term. So he's going to finish out his term, I believe. But he did get impeached for a second time. Um... Mitch McConnell said that he's not bringing the Senate back to convene before January 19th. They come back the day before the inauguration. Um, so they got a lot. They got a lot on their hands. Um, they were saying the Democrats on the Capitol Hill said they largely want to see Biden continue his keen, even killed approach and focus on his agenda rather than on impeachment once he enters office. But once the proceeding starts, it's certain to be a tougher for tougher for Biden to completely avoid them with the trial, dominate the news cycle, and forcing his former opponent back into the spotlight, even as Biden tries to stay focused on the pandemic. Well, y'all know what y'all can chew bubble gum and walk at the same time. That's what this guy said on Joe yesterday. Like they can do all of this. 
They can do the trial, the 100 days. They can do everything they want to do. You know what I mean? Like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, and how long did it take for y'all to get Amy Coney Burden? Yeah, y'all crazy. Y'all think somebody nuts. Crazy. All right, let's see what else is going on. I've got Associated Press. It's everybody's news. So I'm at the 505 now, y'all, and um, we're almost done. <laughs> and nobody has sent no news out yet. I haven't even got no local news from Fox 45. I haven't. The Roots sent me something yesterday. I haven't got anything from the New York Times. I just got the Associated Press, and that was at 4.53 this morning. So I guess that's all that I have for you because the topic of the day was diabetic diabetes and how I'm taking control of my life. So I already talked about that in the beginning, so I did something different. I talked about it in the beginning as opposed to talking about it in the end when I did the news. So some days I might flip-flop back and forth. But, um, yeah, so the countdown to the inauguration. How many days we have left? Five days to the inauguration? Oh, someone said, how many days until Christmas? It is... Five. Five days. We have five days. I was about to say six. I really was about to say six. But you know that Donald Trump will not be there and his children will not be there like they were invited. And I was watching um, the 11th hour with Brian Williams last night. And I remember talking to my mom yesterday and Brian Williams was talking about um, how before you feel sorry. Oh, Lord, wait a minute. Somebody got the days, hour and minutes and seconds. <laughs> Somebody got five days, 127 hours, 7,664 minutes, 459,088 seconds until the inauguration. Get out of here. This has to be a countdown calendar. This has to be a countdown. Yeah, it's a countdown. Yeah, so yeah, four days, 114 hours, 608. Wait a minute. They got four days, 114 hours, 689, 6,891 minutes, 413,000 seconds. Wow. It's zero weeks, four days, 18 hours, 51 minutes, 22 seconds. Until Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. They are serious. Okay. I guess you're going to make your own, like, timetable. I mean, I have to make a timetable for Love Holiday and put it on, um social media and I'm gonna keep sharing it you know I I don't have um I haven't um it's weird how the house your house makes so much noise in the middle of the night and when it's really like um 
was it? Um, <laughs> when it's like um, nobody walking and talking and around stuff like that, and how it's it makes so much noise. But um, yeah, y'all. So yeah, we have a little bit of ways to go. We're gonna have a special inauguration special on Thursday. Not Thursday. I won't be on Thursday. We'll have a special inauguration special Friday on next Friday, January 22nd, because I have an appointment next Thursday. So I won't be here next Thursday. I won't be here next Wednesday or Thursday, but I'll probably be on, will I be on tomorrow? No, I won't be on tomorrow. I might go on Sunday morning because I will be on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. That way I won't have to be on, on Saturday because Saturday I have to go to the grocery store. I really don't have to go to the grocery store because, like, I went to the grocery store yesterday, day before yesterday, and um, I went the day before yesterday, and um, Monday, yeah, I went Monday, and our freezer is full. Like, we don't we don't have a deep freezer, but we have a lot of food in our house. We have a really whole lot of food. Like, our pantry is full. The pantry's full. The fridge is full. I have I bought lunch meat. I already have lunch meat. I love lunch meat, and I have lunch meat in the um, freezer. And I bought bread, and I bought I I just love to buy food. I just I just feel like if it's something that I want, I should be able to come downstairs to get it. But let me tell you this real quick before I leave you guys. A really good idea that I had. I mean, it's it's. Not nothing new. I mean, people have been doing it since um, um, yeah, cucumber sandwich. What is it? So, I have my take on a cucumber sandwich. My cucumber sandwich is instead of using the instead of using bread, I use the cucumbers as my bread. Uh-huh. I use cucumbers as my bread. And um I I never heard of a cucumber sandwich with cream cheese. That sounds really fattening. I love scones. Oh they're scones. But what I do is I have my chicken salad on my cucumber. And now I have chicken salad on my lettuce. I have like lettuce wraps. Because I don't want to eat bread. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. So, I'm, like, kind of excited about that. I'm kind of excited about that. Like, how much cream cheese... And this is the thing that I sit and I like to do. Um, Because now I'm, like, really... 3.5. Is that good? One tablespoon of cream cheese has literally no 0.8 carbs, 0.8 grams of carbs, less than one gram of protein, but five grams of fat. That means it's a great addition to a meal or snack when you need more fat. That's awesome. I did not know that. 
So cream cheese. So when I was eating my bagel, the cream cheese is not the problem. It's the bread. It's the bread. And I've really got to, I got to get it together, y'all, because I really can't. Having a baby, having this baby for me is going to mean everything to me. And I want my baby to be happy and healthy as well. I want my husband to be happy and happy. Ah, look, I said husband. Ah. So it's like I want everything to turn out. Oh, that's me. Not perfect, but perfect moments. And I feel like if I get on track now, because, you know, once you start losing weight, your fertility chances go. Let's see. How, how true is that? Let's look that up real quick, y'all, before we get up out of here. Because this is all I have for y'all today. And I'll be back on Monday or Sunday. I don't know. Let's see. Do losing as little as five percent of body weight can dramatically improve chances of pregnancy. And we're not just talking about the female partner. Men can improve their fertility by losing weight as well. Um, and I'm also older, you know, like I've said before that my, um, I'm over 35, 42, going to 43. So it's just like, I just fell off a cliff. So my champ, my, my, it's a challenge. So it's going to be a challenge for me to have this baby whenever this, whenever this situation arrives. And I want to make it as less complicated as possible as that. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make everything as less complicated as possible. So, um, and the things that I'm talking about on here, guys, don't take it as medical advice. Please don't. I'm not no medical person. I'm just Monica. I'm sitting here in my pajamas and doing my show and i'm going on google you know but the best thing for you all to do is to follow with your doctor your phys- your primary care physician your family doctor and get the um stuff that you you know get the tools that you need to help you get pregnant or to help you with your diabetes or keto or whatever kind of diet that you want i'm just telling you guys the things that has worked for me But I am a fan of the cucumber and chicken salad. It's very filling and you don't need a lot. You know, like I, I enjoyed it yesterday. I had cucumber. I didn't have bread. I had bread yesterday, but I had some early in the morning and then I had some in the evening, afternoon, lunchtime. And, um, I'm trying to eliminate it all together. I'm trying to eliminate as much carbs as possible, but you need carbs. So I'm just doing what's good for me and not, you know, don't take my advice. Just, it could help like, okay, like the cucumber and lettuce wraps. That could help. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, just do your own thing. Like one day I had lettuce, I had cheese, tomato, no, I had cheese, ham and pickle rolled up. I didn't have bread and it was the best thing I ever ate in my entire life. You know, I miss bread. I love bread. I love ramen noodles. I love pasta. I have to get this down for I have to take control of these diabetes first. And I know they say, well, you can do this. I'm not eating no brown pasta. You can forget that. <laughs> I'd rather do this for two months to get to March to see where I'm at. And then I can just go 
and just take it one day at a time. You know, I'll have a sandwich every now and again. I will, but I have to get this down some, you know, and I'm going to do whatever it takes for me to get it down some. But anyway, what else do I say? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, I think that's all that I have for y'all today. Yeah, still no news didn't come through. Baltimore news didn't come through. Let me look at my junk. Maybe um, sometimes it comes in the junk mail. And not even in no junk mail. Let me see. Look, we 20 minutes in over. Let me look over in the junk mail over here. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, that was me. That had to have been me. <laughs> Not unless it was my mother's phone. Her phone's been going off. Her birthday was yesterday. Her phone's just been going off like crazy. So, yeah, y'all, I think I will be back on Sunday. I'm not sure. But definitely Monday, January. What is that? The 18th? No, it's the 17th, right? How about we pull up the calendar? Oh, it's Martin Luther King Day. Okay, I guess we'll be back Monday, January 18th for Martin Luther King Day episode. I don't know what episode it is. I'm the worst when it comes to that. I really am. Wait a minute. I think this is episode 44. You know, this is episode 45. <laughs> so, I don't have a topic yet for Monday. But we'll see what's going on on Monday. It's always something to talk about. It's always things to do. So I pop. I might come back Sunday for a kickback. I might not. Um, I'm spending Saturday with my niece. It's supposed to snow tomorrow. Let me look at the weather real quick before I jump up off of here. It's supposed to snow. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. They said it was supposed to snow. It's only forty-six degrees tomorrow. I ain't gonna do nothing. I was I was gonna tell my niece I was gonna call her off our, our little lunch date because I had I didn't get her a Christmas present. So, um, so yeah, it's gonna be forty-nine, almost fifty degrees today. But it's supposed to rain today. It says precipitation 2%, humidity 84%. Jesus, it's going to be warm. It's going to be warm. It's going to be nice. That's going to be nice. Yep, it's going to be nice. Let's see. Is that what they call it? Idlewild, Maryland? Idlewise up the street. I'm in Northwood. 
Yep, today, um, mostly cloudy, a chance of rain showers in the afternoon, highs in the upper 40s. Tonight, cloudy rain showers, mainly in the evening, patchy fog. Oh, tomorrow, it says, mostly sunny in the afternoon, morning, then mostly cloudy with a chance of rain and snow showers in the afternoon. Precipitation is 30%. So, it'll probably just, you know, it, it probably won't even, like, affect anything. It probably won't even catch the trees or the grass. It'll probably catch the trees and the grass. Probably just melt. Because it's going to be 40 degrees. Highs in the lower 40s. It's going to be 40 degrees. So it might just be rain. With a chance of rain and snow showers. But I'm still waiting for my... um. I'm still waiting for my snowstorm. I have not got my snowstorm. And it's, it is that one Monica, you've been in the house quarantining for a year. I mean, you know, quarantine time. That's not the same as a snowstorm. Y'all crazy. That's not the same as no snowstorm. Get out of my face. But <laughs> that's all that I have for y'all today. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for waking up with me. Thank you for everything that you do. Without you, there is no me. Without me, there is no you. And I thank you so much from the bottom to the top of my heart for joining in with me this morning. Have a beautiful weekend. Remember, wash your hands, social distance, stay six feet away from people, no large gatherings. Um, and we'll see. We'll see. We'll talk to each other Monday. Bye.